My name is Nikita Banks, and welcome to another episode of Black in Therapy. Black in Therapy is a podcast where we discuss the unique issues people of color face when dealing with mental health issues and mental health diagnosis. If you haven't yet subscribed, you can reach us on SoundCloud, Facebook fan page, Twitter, and Instagram at Black in Therapy. Also, you can email us questions or show topic suggestions or just feedback of any kind at blackintherapy at gmail.com. And you can also sign up to our mailing list on our website at blackintherapy.com. So this week is my birthday. And what I've noticed about myself that my birthday every single year is a trigger, 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 trigger. And if you are in the line of fire, honey, you are going to get blown away. So this week, my energy level has been ridiculous. It's been really crazy. I have been all over the place. I would think I was hormonal outside of the fact that I know for a fact that I'm not. I really know that the trigger for this emotional disturbance that I'm feeling is the fact that my birthday is here. For me, my birthday is wrapped up in this idea that I'm going to get my hopes up for people to come and do things and honor me and whatever, and I'm going to be let down. Or, you know, so many people will call me or like text me or reach out or want to hang out and then I'll shut down emotionally and won't accept any of it because either I'm waiting for a grand gesture from somebody in particular or I am shutting down because I don't want to be disappointed. So there are many years that I go (laughs) with, I let my birthday go by where I don't do anything. And this year is not really all that different. I don't have any true plans for my birthday outside of the fact that 19 years ago, I had a child on my birthday. And so he will have his birthday in a few days, as will I, because it's the same day. And I plan on surprising him at school because there's nobody I would rather spend my birthday with except for him. Um... But yeah, usually I turn my phone off and I don't be bothered with anybody because I get so excited about a day of celebrating myself and somehow I allow someone to rob that joy. To me, that someone every single year has been my father and I'm I'm growner than grown. I'm 21 times some and I know that my birthday has been a disappointment every year because my father used to forget it all the time not just forget it but he would like lie oh your gift is in the mail oh I mailed it oh I think your mother got it oh I left it at so-and-so's house and this became glaringly noticeable for me a few years ago so when I was 12 years old it was the first year I had a sleepover um for my birthday and Shout out to my Aunt Debbie, who's passed away. It's my father's sister. Um, I used to always go to her house. And one year was my birthday, and she invited me to come over to spend a night. And my cousin, Linda, had her friends come over, and it was my birthday. So we had a sleepover. I'm a little bit of a B-word, even at 12. So I was like, yay, I'm having a sleepover, but who are these people? Right. So 
So I had a sleepover with my cousin's friends, the friends that I knew from the block. When we woke up from the sleepover, my father came over that morning. And in my mind, I remember being 12, but I was like, a, I was 12 going on 27, 30 at least. So I remember my father showing up there when I got up in the morning and he was there and I called him Charles because that's his name. And I said, hey, Charles, what's, you know, what's going on? And he said, hey, happy birthday, baby girl. And I said, yeah, thanks. Where's the gift? Because I'm, I was me even at 12. And so he was like, oh, I left it at the house. I'm going to come get it. But you know what? I, actually, I, I came by to find out what you want. Okay. Well, I want a computer. That's what I wanted that year from birth. I was like, I want a computer. You know, that's what I want you to give me. And he said, okay, no problem. Now, my father had a lot of money. Growing up, my father made a lot of money, a whole stack of money. Like if that was, you know, umpteen years ago, but I, the money that he made then, if I made that right now, it's a lot of money. Okay. So I knew him buying me this computer really wasn't a big deal. Where I went wrong is I should have asked him to give me the money. He sh I should have been like, give me the money and I'll buy it, which um, I actually think my aunt did. I think my aunt was like, well, just give me the money and I'll take her to go get it. And he was like, no, 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 I'm going to get it, whatever. So I'm 12. I believe him because why would he lie to me, right? I don't know any better. And so I went home that day and to my surprise, my mother threw me a surprise birthday party, which again, I wasn't that grateful for because she didn't know any of my friends at school. And so she had invited people from my block that I really didn't like all that much. So yeah, dis disappointment. Get to know your children and their friends and that kind of thing. So anyway, I was really happy that my mother had that party because it's the only party that I remember having in my whole entire life. And I was just like, wow, my mother actually did something loving for me. Like, not that she wasn't that loving, but affection was something that we were lacking in the home. So to be thought about and celebrated on my birthday was something I had never experienced before up until that year of me being 12. So anyway, that year when I asked my father for a computer and then we moved to Virginia. When we moved to Virginia, I kept asking him that summer, hey, when is the computer coming? Like, what's going on with the computer? And he was like, oh, I mailed it. Oh, it must have got lost in the mail. Oh, it came back. Oh, your mother sent it back. And this went on for a while. And I remember being mean and mad and resentful. I was like really pissed off at my mom because I was like, how dare she? Now my father loves me. Stupid little girl. So I guess this must have gone on for about a year because I'm hopeful and I have my mind set on something. At some point in my mind, I was like, no, you're going to give me that. <laughs> you're going to give me that computer. I'm going to get that computer. I was going to make him, right? Not realistic, but this is just the, the stages of grief, I guess, the emotions that I was going through at the time. So it eventually became anger. So um, obviously I didn't get the computer. I had to get over it. It hurt. Whatevs, right? Fast forward to, it had to be about five years ago because I remember being in therapy at the time. My dad can do anything, not just because I believe that he can, but just because I know that he can. When it comes to like fixing plumbing and housework, fixing a car, rebuilding engine, like he's an old man's man because my grandfather was an old man's man. And I was having car trouble and I was like, you know, when my father is around, he wants to be involved in my life. Listen, I need you to come and fix my car. Whatever was going on with my car, it has something to do with my computer in the car. So at first he was like, go get the computer and then I'll do it. I don't have a problem with fixing it. And then it turned into, oh, I'll do it next week. 
I'll do it in two weeks. Oh, I'm going to do it this day. And then he was like, oh, I'll fix it. But how much are you going to pay me? I was like, I don't understand. It had gone on so long that it was like, all right, this is my birthday. Give me the computer for my birthday. So I remember vividly, like it was yesterday, I was at the gas station and I said to this man, like, you, you're going to charge me for my computer on my birthday? Like, just give me the give me the computer. You told me you was going to do it. Just go ahead and give me the computer. It's my birthday. And I heard myself and I was like, man, you are having the same damn argument decades later. You're arguing with this man over a computer. That shook me to my core. And I had to get to a point where I learned two things. I had to let it go and let go of the expectations that I had for this man to do anything, anything for me. He's not able to keep his word. He has no integrity. And the more I keep expecting him to do for me, the more disappointed I'm going to be. And the second thing I learned is that my birthday is ruined. There's so much bottled up emotions and yearly disappointment surrounding my expectations of what others should do for me on my birthday. That if I kept it up, I was never going to be able to have a happy birthday. So as I said, 19 years ago, I had my son on my birthday and um, he's my best gift ever. And so I'm having a little bit of withdrawals. This is my second year that he's not home with me on my birthday. I learned how to cook and bake cakes and decorate them and give him a party every year on his birthday for the most part because um, it was something that I wished my parents were able to do for me. I celebrated him while celebrating me um, in that time. So I know for me, I'm having a little bit of an emotional disturbance because my birthday is Tuesday and I can't make it about anybody else or anything else. And I have to feel the feelings that I'm feeling. And I know that eventually I'm going to have to get over this. But today, I'm um, just telling you about it. So the therapist needs a therapist a lot of times. And I've, I've worked a lot of this, these issues out with my therapist. And um, I've noticed over the years I transferred that energy and that anxiety about my disappointment to my partner when it became my birthday. So much so that I no longer celebrate my birthday or Valentine's Day, <laughs> another one. I don't, I don't celebrate those days with people. I celebrate those days for myself. So it's so strange this month or this these two weeks. I've had a lot of patients who share my birthday, either the same week or the week before. Like today, I went out for lunch by myself, and the server was. It was her birthday, so I gave her, like, a big tip because I'm like, hey, we Libras have to stick together. If you are to take anything away from what I've said today, just be mindful 
of how you vibrate energy and emotions and feelings around certain days and dates of the year. I know the holidays can be extremely triggering for a lot of people. I'm definitely going to do some shows about surviving the holidays single and surviving the holidays with family and surviving the holidays alone. But birthdays, Valentine's Days, when friends become engaged baby showers all of the things that we see now especially facebook facebook could really trigger you if you're not careful or social media period but i say facebook the most because you can see stuff and read stuff thank you for listening to another episode of black in therapy you can reach us on everything soundcloud twitter and instagram at black in therapy also we're on itunes and stitcher and we're going to come to more platforms as soon as I figure out where I need to put the show. You can email us show ideas, suggestions, general feedback, as well as guest topics to blackintherapy at gmail.com. And you can sign up to our mailing list at blackintherapy.com. Be well. <laughs>